Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Leftovers Day, Tony. You have any Thanksgiving food still left over? I do. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Nobody wanted to touch the squirrel that I had trapped in the backyard. Yeah. No matter how I prepared it. I'm down with that. Basted it. I'll do two days. I will go Friday, Saturday, or Friday Chinese food Saturday, leftovers Sunday. I'm not going three days in a row. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. I still have. Not doing that. I don't like this hat. I may have made a mistake with this hat. I like the hat. That's cool. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Brandon Staley goes for it. Russell Wilson gets yelled at, and Michigan crushes Ohio State. But we begin today with the Cincinnati Bengals winning and their division rivals, the Baltimore Ravens, losing. Cincinnati went on the road and beat Tennessee, a team that had won seven of its last eight games. The Ravens lost to Jacksonville on the road after blowing a two-score fourth-quarter lead. Wilbon, which team do you like in the AFC North now? Now. I'm telling you, you know, historically for me, it's not going to be Cincinnati. And you know my skepticism historically of Cincinnati and San Diego by whatever city they're known, the Chargers, because they're going to take a nap. And the moment you count on Cincinnati, they're going to disappoint you, kind of like Kyrie Irving. So I want to say Baltimore. But, Tone, we've watched them blow double-digit leads in every loss they have this season. And they blow double-digit leads late. I mean, it's not like they're, you know, sort of down 10 nothing early. No, they're, they're up late in these games. You just mentioned that. So this is really tough for me. I mean, I do believe in Lamar Jackson, but defensively they got to show me some more. I know you're big on Burrow, who I think has earned that now. But, Tone, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm going to think that Coach Harbaugh and that veteran staff and that team with certain star players, that they're going to keep trying and knocking until they get it right. I'm going to go with them. Yeah, so I like Cincinnati because I like Joe Burrow a lot. Jamar Chase has been out for four games now, and Cincinnati has won the last three in a row. Um, they're doing this year what they did last year, which is closing. You know, I think beating Tennessee in Tennessee that was is impressive. a real big that win. That was impressive. And, and Baltimore has a problem. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is the problem because I would like to have Lamar Jackson. But Baltimore has been in the red zone nine times in the last two games. They only have three touchdowns. And Lamar Jackson is only two for 10 and 17 yards passing in the red zone in those trips. And they are habitually giving up big well, leads late. That's the big problem. They did it shockingly with Miami. They did it with the Giants. And they just did it with a 3-7 and seven Jacksonville, Jacksonville team. And let yeah. me just say this, Mike. Everything that I watched all weekend long in pro football starting on Thursday, the most impressive, most notable thing I saw was Trevor Lawrence acting like a number one overall pick. Two drives in the fourth quarter resulting good. in touchdown he passes. Did. 75 yards in, I think, 14 plays once, and then without any timeouts, 
75 yards in eight plays in a minute 48, and then the two-point conversion. And by the way, we've talked about this. I definitely agree with going for the two-point conversion. Late, yes. Because they're a three-and-seven the team. Yeah. What are they, what are they saving be careful. it for? You can't no, have it you both go. ways. Trevor was good. He's, he's coming along like you expect the overall number one pick to do. But what you're going right. to do, you're going to credit him or you're going to blame the Ravens defense? You can't. I mean, you got to pick one. Okay. I'm going to blame the Ravens of, defense. A little bit of both. And they got to get over it, Tony. You're right. Look, if they can't hold these leads, Lamar Jackson doesn't have to score in the red zone when you've got a two-score lead. And they can't hold it. No. So let's move By to the By the way, AFC. just interrupt for a second that? since that's the name of the show. From the angle on, on Justin Tucker's Kick, I thought it was good. I thought he was good. I mean, get I'm it. looking from behind. Five yards short. I thought he had it. Yeah, just short. Wow. Just short. You, you expect him to make it because he makes everything. Let's move to the AFC West then, which has largely failed to live up to some people's breathless offseason predictions. The Chiefs are the exception at 9-2 and two now after beating the Rams for Kansas City's fifth straight win. The Chargers crept back above 500 as Brandon Staley Went for two against the Cardinals with the game on the line, and he got it. The Raiders got 303 yards. Yes, 303 from scrimmage from Josh Jacobs and their overtime upset of the Seahawks. And Russell Wilson, he got an earful from defensive tackle Mike Purcell as the Broncos fell to 3-8. and eight. Tony, your AFC personal headline is what? Yeah, I was one of those people like the late, great Jerry Lee Lewis who was breathless you about were. that division. You were nuts about that division. I thought division. they were better than every division, and I thought it was because of their quarterbacks. Let me just say that it's easy for me to pick Josh Jacobs, 303 yards from scrimmage, with two touchdowns, including an 86-yard yep. yep. walk-off touchdown in overtime. That is stunning. That's the eighth most yards from scrimmage in the history of the NFL. Okay, that's a bigger headline than Kansas City winning, because Kansas City wins a lot. It's a bigger headline than your boy with the Charges going for two, because he goes That's for two he a lot. Does. He goes on fourth down he all the time. Out of the He's Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah. But if you ask me honestly, if you tell me that a lineman on Denver yelled at Russell Wilson, because Denver was allegedly, Mike, before this season began, everybody yeah. said Denver had everything in place except a quarterback. No, except They a get coach. a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, they get a Hall of Fame quarterback. They pay him $245 million, and they have him until 2028, and he stinks this year. They stink. They're 3-8. They've they lost 7 out of 8 they or do. something like that. They have the worst offense in the entire NFL. And Russell Wilson, if my numbers are correct, is the 29th-rated passer. He's got eight touchdowns in 10 games and five picks. And you want to say, what happened? You're better than yeah, this? I'm not what dumping all this, this at Russell Wilson's feet. I mean, I'm not. I mean, and, and, and on Sundays, nobody dumps anything at the feet of the coaches, the head coaches, because that's not what the analysts do on Sunday during game broadcasts, as if they're afraid of them. They don't want to blame the coaches. Well, let me blame the damn coach, okay? The guy in Denver shouldn't even have been the coach. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be a coach. He's, I'm sure he's got fine credentials, got fine credential bloodlines, all right? Tony, he's dreadful. That situation, that team, all of it. From the way they conduct themselves to play calling to schematically, they're dreadful. He is probably going to be fired. By the way, Brandon Staley, I don't know how long he's going to stay around if they don't make the playoffs. Seems Sean Payton has his eyes set on that job. But don't tell me about Denver unless you start not with Russell Wilson, who's been bad, but the he's head coach. Start there. He's been bad, too. Bad. Even worse. Real All bad. Right. Let's. 
Let's move to college football, where Michigan went into the horseshoe and pounded Ohio State in the second half. Big play after big play after big play. USC had a convincing win over Notre Dame. LSU, Oregon, and Clemson all gagged like dogs, and TCU stayed unbeaten. Wilbon, what does this do to the college football season? It didn't do anything. It just sort of sets it up for what it should be. The college football season was not set up by votes or controversy. It's set up by wins and losses. And the only team I sort of feel bad for a little bit, a little bit, is Alabama. Because they go on the road and they lose two games in tough road situations on the final play, one of which they even partially blocked a field goal, and they're, they're, they're done unless somebody loses. So, so no, this is done. the way it's set up. And I told you Saturday, I called you multiple times Saturday, because I knew you were going to defend Ohio State, which is ironic because I'm the Big Ten guy <laughs> here, and I know I screamed at you over and over. I don't want to hear from Ohio State. They got roasted at home. They didn't lose by a field goal. They didn't lose by a controversial pass interference penalty. They got punked and beat down by the school up north. Are you kidding me? Don't want to hear Ohio State. Don't want to hear it. Michigan, good for you. You're just going to have to hear it. You're going to have to hear it. Don't dare go there. First of all, I think we can both agree that if TCU beats Kansas State, they will be undefeated, and they are guaranteed to be yes. in the playoffs. Yes. I can make the case to you, Mike, that even if they lose, I can make the case to you as a one-loss they team should be that TCU's body of work yep. over the entire year is so good that they should be in. But Agreed. the big question is, is it going to be USC? If USC beats Utah and wins win. the Pac-10 championship, is it going to be USC or is it going to be Ohio State? So Ohio State is going to say this. Our one loss is to the team that is now number two in the country, Michigan. And USC's one loss is to Utah, which is now ranked 12th, they but it ain't ranked 2. at Utah, not in the horseshoe By one like point. dogs. That's no. right. No, no, so, no, no, Ohio State. What I'm no. going to say, wh- wait, wait, what? wait, let me finish. Go ahead. I would pick USC oh, because if oh, USC good. beats Utah and avenges its yes. one loss and wipes yes. that slate clean, yes. then they ought to go. To, to me, USC would be the team to go. What I wonder about is if... You know, the people in that room, the coaches and the ADs, whoever's in that room. They better not. Do do they think locally or do they think globally? Because they have a chance, Mike, to have a Midwestern team, Michigan, a Southern team, Georgia, a team from Texas and a team from California. And that should be what they want college football to look like. I don't care about that's a night. you, You set that up well. I don't give a damn about any of that. Southern Cal, first people ought to want to see them. All right. Because their quarterback. Yeah. Caleb Williams was a He's going complete to win the and utter superstar on Saturday night. All right? So He's going they to the need Heisman. to avenge that loss, and they will. They'll beat Utah this time. And I don't yeah. want to hear. Yeah, if they the, lose, it's over. They, Tony, Ohio State got smacked around at home by Michigan. And now they want to fire yeah. their coach. People wanted to fire yeah. Harbaugh two years ago. Now you can't say anything bad about Harbaugh. He's beaten us. He's the beaten them twice. second half. This is the most important game on Ohio State's schedule. Yes. The second half at home, they lost 28-3. to three. Let's on. take a break. Get out of here. Coming up, would the Packers be smart to sit Aaron Rodgers and play your boy, Jordan Love? And could the NFC East get all four teams into the playoffs? I'm going to shock you and defend that position. Kevin Warren, my friend in the commish, he's going to kill me because I'm yeah. going against the conference. I, I, Kevin, I'm sorry. You don't want Ohio State in. No! No. Pardon the interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. 
Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Bullet, part of Happy Hour. It's time to find out what's on the minds of old people with AOL email addresses. Nobody. Just like me, Nobody. old and AOL. Like you and Charles. Let me see what's first. The only people I need America. glasses because whoever writes this doesn't know how to write. Would the Packers be wise to shut down Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season and play Jordan Love? Yeah, Tony, I'm, I'm beginning to think so. And, of course, that's self-serving since the Packers play the team they own, the Bears, this coming weekend. Um, but you know what? If, if, if the ribs are indeed seriously cracked, broken, punctured, whatever, don't put Aaron Rodgers through that. And you got to figure out whether Jordan Love can actually play before you get to the end of the season and have to evaluate free agency trades draft. So it, 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 it may actually make more sense. That block was so stupid, they should have penalized that goofball for throwing that block. But, Tony, I'm going to say, yeah, put him in there. He looked really good. In that one drive where they went uh, down the field and scored, I, I put him in the game. Mike, you moved up to the first round to draft this guy right. as a successor to Aaron Rodgers. Now you have an opportunity to see what you got. Why are you keeping him on ice? Green Bay stinks right now. They're not going to make the playoffs. No, they're they're no good. They're and not. I have to tell you, I'm beginning to get Aaron Rodgers fatigue in the same way that I have LeBron James fatigue. He's a great quarterback. He's going to the Hall of Fame. If I had to pick one guy out there right now to throw one pass for my life, I would pick Aaron Rodgers. But like LeBron James, these are people that we've come to love. We think that they're great, but they can't by themselves make their teams better. The Lakers stink and the Packers stink. And the fact is, Mike, that the future of the Green Bay Packers is not Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's and the future of the Los Angeles Maybe. Lakers is not LeBron James. Well, Tom, so it's okay to do this now. I agree okay. with you. And I'm going to tell you something else. And this is going to be blasphemous because we're talking about the GOAT now. Tom Brady's in that category in that those three guys, they can still have great performances, Tony, but they can't dominate. Yeah. They can't Nailed impact this. the game no. the way they You're used right. to. And there's no shame. The three of them combined are 207 years old. They are the, among yeah. the greatest of all time. But it's, it's, it's you know, I'm with you on the fatigue. 
I like this question. Do you see all four NFC East teams, the I-95 Carter and Dallas, making the playoffs? Yeah, Tony, I think so, because you go to the Central, it's only going to be the Vikings. You go to the South, it's only going to be the winner, which it looks like Tampa, and they're not any good. They're not going to – there's no role That's for them right. to get on. People need to slow their roles. It'll only be them. And out West, it's probably only going to be San Francisco, although Seattle – is a game of a 500, and they could eke in, and they could edge out if, if, if the, the Giants or Commanders, by whatever name, slip up. They could take the place of that fourth team in the NFC East. But I think, actually, I think all four of them will make it. I think the Commanders, there's something about them that's actually worth liking. Not the organization, but the team on the field. So I'm going to give you Philly, and I'm going to give you Dallas. I really thought that the Giants needed to win on Thanksgiving Day in Dallas nah, to save their season. They're one, in th- they're one in three in their last four games, and they're trending the wrong way. Yeah. Let's look. We, I think we could agree you got to go 10-7, and seven, except for the team from that Rancid division. Right. you got to go 10-7 and seven to get in. So both the Giants and Washington, they need three more. That's a split. The Giants have the Eagles twice, Ooh. Washington twice, the Ooh. Vikings and the Colts. I that's think hard. they need to beat Washington twice because no. that's hard. You think that's hard? Washington has the Giants twice, San Francisco, Dallas, Dallas. and Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. So I think they're going to have to beat the Giants. To me, who if, if one team gets in, it's going to be because they beat the other head-to-head twice. Twice. That's what I think. I okay. don't think three will get in. Enough Split, email. Splitsville. Let's take one last break. Still to come, some major college coaching changes. And Houston basketball accomplishes something the Cougs haven't done since the days of... Akeem and Clyde. It's a long time ago. That th- those are heavy schedules for those two teams from yeah. last Spider Six. Yeah. Well, they were front loaded with bumps. that's rough. Perhaps. Yeah. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 27th birthday, Chase Elliott. What a great nickname for a NASCAR driver, Chase. His actual name is William Clyde Elliott II. Chase is the son of the great NASCAR driver, Bill Elliott, whose nickname is Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. When Chase won the cup title in 2020, the Elliotts became the third father and son to do so, following Lee and Richard Petty and Ned and Dale Jarrett. 
We talk of this a lot, how auto racing is a family business. We could add the Andrettis, the Unsers, the Earnhardts. We've seen this in baseball, Ken Griffey Jr. and Vlad Guerrero Jr., for example, and lately in basketball with Tim Hardaway Jr. and Clay Thompson. But it proliferates in auto racing. Tony, it proliferates in the NBA, too. I mean, I'm going to go back to, of course, the late, great Kobe Bryant and Jelly Bean, his father, who you knew. Al Horford, Rick, your dear friend, and all the Barry Posse, Bowl Bowl, Devin and Melvin Booker, Bob and Danny Ferry, Jaron Jackson, one and two, Larry Nance, the Riverses, Docs, kids, Wiggins. Did you, we, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. There's probably twice that yeah. many in pro basketball now. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. No, you're right. Tons, I didn't realize tons. that. Happy anniversary, Florida Gators. Around this day, 51 years ago, the Gators were trouncing Miami late in the final game of the season when Florida defenders collectively collapsed to the ground to let Miami score. Now, the Gators did this to get the ball back so, so their quarterback, John Reeves, could get the 15 passing yards he needed to break Jim Plunkett's NCAA career passing yards record, which Reeves did. Miami fans refer to this as the Gator flop. Miami coach Fran Kersey was so incensed he refused to shake hands after the game with Florida coach Doug Dickey, calling the flop, quote, a Bush League stunt, a disgrace, a pure lack of class, him. unquote, him. in case you didn't know what side he was on. Man. Dickey, of course, denied knowledge that the flop of was coming. Of course. Tony Reeves wasn't as good a quarterback as Spurrier for Florida, was he? No. Wasn't Spurrier the no. better Spurrier of the two? Spurrier was Heisman. Heisman winner, yes. He won the Heisman. Come on now. Won the Heisman. Of course he was better. Sure. Not as good as Tebow either. Happy trails to a bunch of college football coaches. After 12 seasons and two Rose Bowl wins at his alma mater, Stanford, David Shaw has resigned. Shaw, 50, steps down after back-to-back three and nine seasons, but had an overall 96 and 54 record. Wisconsin has hired Luke Fickle away from Cincinnati, where he had gone 57 and 18, including 13 and 0, and a playoff appearance in 2021. Matt Rule, who was still owed. $40 million by the Carolina Panthers is back in college at Nebraska, signing an eight-year deal eight to try years. and pick up the pieces there. Eight. And Arizona State reached out to alum Kenny Dillingham, making him at 32 the youngest head coach in the Power Five. Wow. Dillingham was just offensive coordinator at Oregon. The headliner here to me is David Shaw stepping down, but I would think stepping yeah. into a television booth. Tell me you don't think David Shaw is going to be great talking about the game every whatever it is, Saturday or days in between Saturday. He's going to be great at it. Yes. I think he'll be great, but he's a great coach. I'm sorry he's walking away. Yeah. He's a great coach. Tony, one other note. Hugh Freeze, from all the reporting, seems to be on deck to be named the next coach at Auburn. Hugh Freeze. Really now? It's, I don't know how you sell that. Really? I, with his pass. I, wow. I don't know how you sell that. I don't either. I don't. One omission. Tiger withdrew from this week's Hero World oh. Challenge with plantar fasciitis, oh. but he still plans to compete in the match on December 10th on the PNC Father-Son okay. Championship on December 17th and 18th Tiger. with his we boy Charlie, I'm Tiger. assuming. We do. Right? We all want to see Tiger. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Dolphins and the Jets both beat bad teams yesterday, which was more impressive. Uh, neither was impressive. I mean, I guess the quarterback of the Jets, your childhood team, Mike White, are you kidding right. me? I mean, he throws for an incredible percentage every time he's out there. Why did they draft a quarterback? Just play him. Tom Brady and the Bucks lost to the Browns. You were surprised, weren't you? I am, because Brady had a lot of opportunities late to go down the field, and he was bouncing it. Yeah. He doesn't have that same elan he used to have, the joie de vie for your French majors. The White Sox 
have reportedly agreed to terms with your boy Mike Clevenger, but Jose Abreu is heading to the Ooh. Astros. Which is the bigger deal? Man, that's a nice acquisition by the Astros. But, I mean, Abreu's 35 years old. Clevenger's 32. He can give them three good years, you would think. College Hoops, Houston, number one for the first time since 1983. By Slammer Jammer. That's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, I never would have known that. UNC was one. They dropped to 18 after losing twice. What a slide that is. Yeah. Last one, your Warriors have yeah. won three in a row. They're back above 500. Is the crisis over? Yeah, Tony. Wiggins and Clay Thompson are getting it done. Nod to them. I think it's over. I think the Warriors are straightened out. We're out of time. We will try to do better the next time. Happy birthday yesterday to the socialite. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. And now to get you set for Monday Night Football, here's Susie Culver and the Countdown So you like this hat? I like it. You like it better than the gray hat and the tan hat, which are coming up like here that. in the on-deck circle. Like that circle. hat you got on today. You do, really? Yeah. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.